Warning, explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. I'm beautiful in my way, because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Don't hide yourself in regret. Just love yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. Hey, sexy motherfuckers. You just tuned in. How the hell are you? Yeah. My God, it's Lyric and Fingers, and you just tuned in to Slip Into The Fray. Welcome to the dungeon and the dark side. Yeah. Slipping of the Fray is sex talk with some of the coolest indie rock on the planet. Yeah. Do you like sex? Yeah. Guess what? So do we. We love talking about it almost as much as getting it, right, Fingers? Yeah. Well, maybe not quite, but we sure have fun sifting through the insanity that goes along with it. Yeah. Tonight's sponsor is Hedonism Tuna Grill Jamaica, where your pleasure is our passion. Yeah. Thank you for choosing to hang out with us on this Saturday night. Tonight's show is I Was Born This Way. Yeah. Stay tuned to find out what that means. Now, if this is your first time, fantastic. Welcome. We hope you'll dig what we're doing and you're going to come back again and again. Yeah. Did I say come? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're one of our regular listeners, we want to give a special shout out tonight to Sandy. Hey, girl. Yeah. We miss you here in the dungeon. Now, this is our disclaimer. Anything you hear on the show may or may not be true. We give credit when we use other people's material, and whatever we say can't be held against us or in a court of law. Okay. Just saying, we're here to have fun. Yeah. We're not implying in any way that we have a sex education degree. We learned about sex in the change room at the church, like you did. Yeah, sex search. Sex search. So if you get offended easily, this show is not for you. Please go and watch The Sound of Music. As always, we want to tell you, the show is not for minors. If you're under 18, fuck off. Go be a fucking kid. Do what kids do. Not here. Go fuck off right now. Turn this off. Did I say fuck off? Fuck off. <laughs> Guess what time it is, fingers? Naked time. Time to get naked. Yeah. And while you guys are doing that, we're going to spin some music. What are we going to start? Well, before we spin some music, can we tune in and watch a horse race? Okay. I've put some slip into the fray money. I bet on this horse up yours oh. keep. Okay. And for you, I bet some money on I fucked your brother today. <laughs> nice, because I did. <laughs> Welcome to the third race at the Honeymoon is Over Nouns. They're at the gate, and they're off. Jumping out in the lead is Romance and Affection, with Domestic Bliss in close behind. It's Romance and Affection and Domestic Bliss. Here comes Marriage Vows, followed by Immediate Child. Romance and Affection falling off quickly. Mortgaged up the ass, overtaking Domestic Bliss. And here comes Nasty Attitude, followed by More Children and Drinking Heavily. Coming down the backstretch, Drinking Heavily, moving out in front of Mortgaged up the ass. But coming on strong on the outside is Credit in Shambles. It's Credit in Shambles, followed by I Don't Give a Shit, Nasty Attitude, and Up Yours Keep. Up yours, keep challenging for a second, going into the clubhouse turn. Passing on the rail as I don't give a shit, taking the lead. Followed by the fucking house. You cook like shit, and I fucked your brother. Here they come, spinning out of the turn. I don't give a shit, still in front. Up yours, keep challenging for the lead. Up yours, keep, and I don't give a shit, neck and neck. And down the stretch they come. Up yours, keep is pulling away from I don't give a shit by a leg. Coming on strong is I am out of here, and passing the pack is the fucking house. And at the wire, it's up yours, keep the fucking house. I don't give a shit, and I am out of here. Okay. Okay. This is the evaporators. 
Shit and party. Shit and party. And you're listening to Slippin' in the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio. Party. Shit and party. That's what we're going to do later. <laughs> yeah. I ate some tacos, so... We're born this way. <laughs> we're born this way. How was your week, Fingers? Good. Good. I don't remember much about it. Me either. It's a yeah. blur. It's yeah. a fucking blur. It's yeah. like I just saw you yesterday. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because I couldn't even get in the front door. There was so much clothing. Like, do the women not take the clothing when they leave? It's just piled up in corners everywhere, and I was Mostly like... Mostly it's just costumes that they put on that are here, belong here. That they belong here. Okay, yeah. well, we'll have to maybe make a little... Because it's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I almost tripped and fell. I like dressing the girls up. You do. Kind of like Mr. Dress Up. <laughs> <laughs> you are Mr. Dress Up. Hi there. Most of us remember a time when we'd spend part of each day with Casey and Finnegan and wishing we could get just one glimpse into the tickle trunk. How did they fit all those clothes in there? And how did Casey manage to stay six years old for 30 years? Only our next guest knows for sure. Please welcome Mr. Dress Up. You wanted to ask right down here? What yep. you want to say? All right. There was this one show, and uh, you had an alligator, and you drew different hairstyles on it, and you drew this really crazy big pink mohawk on one. Oh. And I was wondering, did you have this secret desire to be a punk rocker? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but the alligator did. Oh, my God. That is so hot. <laughs> Well, maybe you can dress me up later. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. I need a drink. Mm. All right, so I hope everybody's got their drinks and Suck they're on naked. Stiff cockatiel. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. That sounds fantastic. There you guys go. I'm not sure what Fingers has uh, ready to mix up here, but he's gonna he's gonna mix up some cocktails <laughs> just because they have the word cock in them. <laughs> suck on a stiff cock, tail with me. 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 For those that are always listening to our show. You know all about our sponsor, Hedonism Tuna Grill Jamaica, and I'm pretty sure that everybody's naked there all the time because we know we talked to Randy Mon. Yep. He's like everybody, unless you're eating, you are naked. Right. So if you don't know what Hedo is, we're going to tell you about that right now. Here it is. Listen up. Hey, this is Lyric and Fingers from Slip Into the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio. Negril Jamaica Hedo. Hedonism 2 breaks the boundaries of other lifestyle-friendly clothing-optional resorts. Here, there's never too much of a good thing. People travel from far and wide to live out their fantasies and escape their inhibitions. Leave the mundane day-to-day behind. Explore yourself as you explore the sensual and liberating environment of Hedonism 2, Negril, Jamaica. Decide on a clothing-optional resort or a nude vacation and be no one but your beautiful self. At our resort, you can sleep in and stay up late. Give up counting calories. Have a drink before noon. Dine in shorts. Talk to strangers. Don't make your bed. Go skinny dipping. Don't call your mother. Let your head down. Hedonism 2 is a sandbox for your inner child and nourishment for the mind, body, spirit, and soul. With absolutely everything included in one upfront price, you never have to think about money. Not even my tip. Just what to do next, and if you desire, with whom. Hedonism 2, Negril, Jamaica, where your pleasure is our passion. Find us at hedonism.com. Yeah. Oh, God, we got to get there, man. Fucking Jamaica. Hito! There must be some cool stuff going on at this time of year there, and New Year's and all that. There is, and on next week's show, I think we should go through some of their event planning and all see what's right. going on. We can yeah. we can um, share that. Yeah. So if you guys are heading to Hito, make sure you tell them that you heard about us on Slipping of the Fray. Yeah. Because we want them to know that you're listening. Yeah. All right. So tonight's show is born that way, born this way, born, born this any way. way. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have to, I'm going to start off the show with this, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. Yeah. So Eon Reardon asks, what are the chances of you being born? Now, this is, this is his report. So he's, he says, we will start by asking, what was the probability of your dad meeting your mom? Uh-huh. Even though there were 2 billion less people on the planet 20-odd years ago, yeah. your dad could have met almost 200 million women in yeah. his lifetime. Yeah. But over 25 years of his life, he found um, probably about 10,000 women that he had met kind of during the course of that. So yeah. 10,000 women, right? Yeah. So the odds that your mom was in this group of women that your dad met is 1 in 20,000. Are you following me? It's yeah. crazy. Love can be tricky. What was the probability that your parents stayed together long enough to have kids? Yeah. It's a one in 10 chance that your parents ever even talk to each other. 
wow. another one in ten chance that you just that they decide to go on a second date, and another one in ten chance that they kept on dating each other for a while. Yeah. From there, there's a one in two chance that they stayed together long enough to have children. In summary, the odds of your parents meeting, dating, and having kids is one in two thousand. Wow! So that multiplied by the chance of your mom even being in the group of women that your dad met leaves us with the chances of you being here so far at one in forty million. That's about the population of Sudan. Now things are going to get a little bit more complicated. Why? Because we're going to deal with eggs and sperm, which come in very large numbers. I was going to say. I know. So throughout many million sperm. I know. Throughout her lifetime, your mother has about one hundred thousand eggs, and your father produced about four trillion sperm during the years you could have been born. So what was the chances that one egg met one sperm, which made you? Yeah. It's a one in, and I can't even read this number. It's a four followed by seventeen zeros. What Holy. is that? Like a four gajillion million or something? Gazillion. Which is approximately the volume of the entire Atlantic Ocean in cubic meters. Wow! And we're just getting started cubic because your cubic meters. <laughs> because your existence here now on planet Earth presupposes another extremely unlikely and utterly undeniable chain of events, namely that every one of your ancestors lived to reproductive age. Going all the way back to not just the first Homo sapiens, the first Homo erectus, and Homo habilis,、yeah. but all the way back to the very first single cell organism. Yeah, you are a representative of an unbroken lineage of life going back four billion years. So, what was the probability that your lineage remains unbroken for the entirety of human history? It's one in two odds that a child will be born and then go on to reproduce per generation for about 150,000 generations. So that's. I would, I would think that every time this happens, that it's always going to be less and less and less. Like we got to be less. We can't just keep getting better. Well, I know it's just like th- this.、Um, this shows what a bizarre. It's bizarre that you're、yeah. here. It's bizarre I'm here. It's but, so fucked up. But like. You look at how chickens—they make chickens in six weeks, and then we eat them. And there's so many of them. Like, aren't they just going to not be a chicken anymore at some point? Some point,、just、they'll be a hunchback、um, robot chicken or、yeah. something. I know. They're not going to get better. Ah,、uh, well, they're getting fatter quicker because of the hormones that they pump into them. Right. Like a full ch- a chicken usually would take about—I think it's a year—and now it takes. Six weeks or less, or、know. less. So it's crazy. But you think so, that they would not? That every species would break down to nothing after reproducing so much. Yeah, you think so? I guess. Yeah, God, I wish I was、like、a scientist. Get dumber and dumber and <laughs> get uglier. Some, some and, people are. Yeah, <laughs> some people are definitely. So going back to that storyline, so that's a one in ten to the power of forty-five thousand chance. That's a ten with forty-five thousand zeros after it. That is a number so unimaginably large that it is greater than the number of all the particles in the entire universe. If each particle were itself a universe, that's a massive number, and we're not、yeah. quite done yet. Okay. The right sperm also had to meet the right egg for every single one of those ancestors. So to find the odds of the right sperm meeting the right egg, 150,000 times we multiply one quadrillion by one quadrillion, and for each and every one of those 150,000 generations. So now that we've calculated this number to be one in ten to the power of two million six hundred forty thousand.
Like I guess I can't use my abacus for this. <laughs> I know. I was going to ask you to bring it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's crazy. So now that we've gotten all these odds, let's add up to settle once and for all the odds of your existence, fingers. Yeah. So that's 10 to the power of 2,640,000 times 10 to the power of 45,000 times 2,000 times 20,000, which roughly equates to 1 in 10 to the power of 2,685,000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to put this into comparison, the number of atoms in the body of the average human male is 1,027. Uh, and then the number of atoms making up the entirety of the planet Earth is 1050. Yeah. And the number of atoms in the known universe is estimated to be 1080. And try to think of it like this. It's the probability of 2 million people getting together, each holding 1 trillion-sided dice. They each roll their dice, and every single dice lands on the exact same number. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. Maybe I was born this way is yeah. a fucking understatement. <laughs> Thank you, Ian Reardon, for making me feel incredibly lucky and thankful that I'm here. We're, we're miracles, fingers. And look at us. We were born this way. We're fucking twisted sexual deviants. I don't think I'm a miracle, but... You are a miracle. Now, we're going to let that all settle in. We're going to let it sink in. And when we get back, we're going to chat about different folks, what makes them tick, are people born with fetishes? We can chat about that too. And some other really fun stuff. That's how this show's gonna roll. And deformities and all that. We could talk about that too. Yeah. Okay, fingers, what do you get on the deck there? This is Revolution from the Council. Ooh, you're listening to Slip into the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio. <laughs>
explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. All right, that's cool. I like that. They were born that way. They were born that way, for sure. <laughs> Rockers. Rockers, that's tonight's show. We're talking about people that are they're born that way. Yeah. All different kinds of ways, beautiful ways. Before we start, oh, you got a call from that bitch again. Yeah, that bitch. Don't fucking answer that. Okay. Last time she was here, she left all her fucking dirty underwear in the fucking couch. What is let this person into the dungeon to play with okay. the other girls? Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. So we'll just keep on here. So tonight's show, you're just tuning in. Uh, this is Slippin' of the Fray. I'm Lyric and Fingers. Yeah. We are your hostesses with the mostesses. And we just want to take a quick look to see who's listening right now yeah. on the world map. Oh. Okay, I like that. Ooh. Holy shit. Like, it's just like last week we said it's lighting up like fucking Christmas time Christmas trees and Santa suits well there you go it's all over the place Japan is always on fire apparently this new version too will build the track Santa Claus oh really? <laughs> yeah nice alright so we want to say hello to all our listeners all over the world and keep writing into us because we love to hear all your dirty little secrets. Yeah. And we will be reading some emails later on in the show. Okay. So I was born this way. Fingers, we know we're sex addicts, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we have a fucking sex show. I remember masturbating when I was six years old and actually having an orgasm. Yeah. That's pretty young. Yeah, it was my favorite day. I know. Yeah. When I was six years old, that's your favorite day? <laughs> <laughs> or discovering your own. Discovering that moment yeah you're like whoa yeah hello life yeah everything changes now so being a sex addict is in your genes apparently some people simply can't help being sex addicts according to a new discovery by scientists they found that people with a certain genetic makeup have a much stronger sex drive than others the remarkable finding could go some way to explaining the behavior of self-confessed sex addicts such as Michael Douglas. Did you know that guy's a dog? No. <laughs> He's a total dog! Oh my god. Douglas opened up to The Guardian about his past diagnosis of throat cancer, revealing that HPV contracted through oral sex was to blame. Anyways, um, it could also provide reassurance for those who are perfectly happy with their relatively low libido because they're made that way. Right. right? Yeah. We're all made, you know, however we are. The new research centers on a gene called D4, which is involved in the brain's reaction to the pleasure chemical dopamine. Uh-huh. And tests on animals have suggested this gene may influence sex drive and arousal. Uh-huh. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, it emerged that generally men thought about sex more often than women when they did some studies. However, overall, both genders experienced similar levels of arousal. But when the scientists looked up the different genetic makeup of the students that they were testing, an interesting trend emerged. Well, yeah. students are all horny, anyways. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. But people with one particular variation of the D4 gene, about 30% of those studied had a stronger sex drive than others. Yeah. So some people really do think about sex more and place a greater importance on it, I think, right? You know, like, I don't know. I think about it all the time. Yeah, all, I don't know about all the you. time. You're, fu- you're fucking insane. So um, anyways, this Professor Epstein hopes that his study will open up new ways to tackle and treat sexual problems. I don't think that we should worry about that. No. I don't think it's a problem, do no, you? No, no. So we actually, we have a variation of D4 gene, I think. Okay. And I was thinking, that's probably a good band name. Oh. We could start a band called the D4s. I don't think it's a problem, do you? All right. Yeah. 
D4s. <laughs> nice. We're miracles, fingers. Yeah, I'm a sex search. That's cool. What do you think, fingers? Yeah. Baby, I was born this way. Totally. Totally. <laughs> Have you got, what else do you want to play tonight? False Alarm by Ooh. Pioneer 10. Ah, yeah. Here we go. You're listening to Slip Into the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio, you yeah. sex addicts.
Hey, we're back. Falsy, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Baby, I was born this way. Yeah. Tonight, um, we're going to get into a little bit of a conversation that might make some people feel a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, good. Okay, so um, ambiguous genitalia, also known as atypical genitalia, is a birth variation of the sex organs that makes it unclear whether a newborn is a girl or a boy. Oh. I know this condition occurs approximately once in every 4,500 births. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, yeah. The baby seems to have a mixture of both female and male parts, and the baby has ovaries and testicles, and the external genitals are neither clearly male nor female. Oh. It's peculiar. Yes, and yet wondrously provocative. It may disturb you. It may even shock you. What the hell are you? Are you a brother or a sister? It's a word for what you are. The baby has ovaries and a penis-like structure, and the baby may have undescended testicles mm -hmm. and external female genitals, including a vulva. Yeah, this could be fun to play with. You would like that, <laughs> fingers. <laughs> now, on your chat line, do you ever see any people that kind of fit this description? No. I wonder why. No. Maybe they don't exist, really. No, they exist. They definitely oh, exist. Yeah, okay. it's, it's it's very, very real. Well, they should write in. They should, well, we wish you would write in because we'd like to know, yeah. you know, how that affects your life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these babies are born and there's treatment for ambiguous genitalia, which I don't agree with. The first thing is surgery. And so a lot of times they may um, clip back a large clitoris which you would hate because you love it when they're really big, right? Sometimes yeah. they can be I like, quite massive. I like the lips to be like big curtains. Big curtains to yeah. to just kind of like enclose around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes the testicles that, you know, they relocate them into the scrotum. And a few operations <laughs> may be needed usually and begun in the child's first year. Further surgery may be required during adolescence. Yeah. This is where, you know, there's that line. Some intersex support groups feel that surgery is not always the answer, particularly when the gender of the child is not clear. And others suggest that surgery should wait until the child is old enough to decide for themselves. Yeah. However, most medical professionals advocate early surgery and a hormonal intervention for the sake of clearly establishing the child's gender and a sense of belonging in society. Well, I don't buy into that shit. Well, even simple circumcision is basically mut mutilation Yeah, it's to me. mutilation. Absolutely, yeah. right? And I don't think boys are getting it done as much anymore, you know? We might be smartening up a bit. I hope so, because if there for a reason. Stone just walked in the room, actually. He was... Hello. He was back there for about half an hour. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but that it sounded crazy. The circumcision thing, they stopped doing it for a long time. They used to do it automatically, right? They stopped doing it for a long time, and now they're back to doing it again because they, there is evidence to support that it is more sanitary. I was born that when, way, though. Especially when the boy's in his, like, puberty years kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Buy some soap. Buy yeah. some soap Teach on a rope. Give him some wash soap on a rope. your dick. <laughs> That's all you get to do. Wash it. Or have somebody suck on it. But yeah, you don't want the goo to stay yeah, in that foreskin. But you were born like that. Well, and then part of the argument, too, is 
this kid's going to get circumcised because we don't want him to get laughed at in school. That's the reason for that? Wow. Or he looks like daddy and he doesn't want the question. You know what I mean? Like they don't want going, well, my dick doesn't yeah. look like my dad's. Right. What's wrong with that? But yeah. yeah, you were born that way. Stop yeah. it. It's just time to stop the nonsense. Bullshit. It's bullshit. We're just learning that, though. Just we're just learning, learning that. Yeah. It takes. We're humans. It's only taken us a few thousand years. To- no kidding. To figure shit out, right? So I was saying I don't buy into that. And of course, I'm not the only one. There's a movement happening where people are raising babies. Have you guys heard of that? No. I think I might have mentioned on a show uh, maybe about six months ago. And what that means is the kids aren't labeled with a gender. They decide the gender later. And this may seem like a bizarre idea, but think about it. If we raise kids as they them there rather than assigning he she him her yeah there wouldn't be labeling big boys don't cry be strong which teaches boys not to show their emotions and girls don't do that it's not safe don't get dirty girls grow up thinking they're not capable but because we live in this world there's labels and everything oh i know i I walked by a construction site this morning and it said men working below and somebody crossed it out and put people working below there you go people working below there's women that also work I know we gotta change some of that shit right so so babies people that are raising babies it's perfect maybe in the next maybe we're not gonna see it in our lifetime but maybe eventually there won't be that you know gender right labeling right And because we live in the world and there's labels for everything, Refinery29 put together a list with GLAAD, which is G-L-A-A-D, it's gender identity terms and their definitions, so that maybe someone can find themselves in one of these words or their friends or allies can gain a better understanding of who they are. Keep in mind that this is not an exhaustive list and that language around gender identity is constantly changing, so the site will be updating the story. GLAAD actually rewrites the script for LGBTQ acceptance. And as a dynamic media force, GLAAD tackles tough issues to shape the narrative and provoke dialogue that leads to cultural change. Uh So it's really great. If you want to go, it's GLAAD.org, and you can check out a bunch of them. I'm just going to read a few of them. So transgender, we all know what that is, an umbrella term for people whose gender identity or gender expression differs from what is typically associated with the sex they were assigned at birth. Yeah. Transsexual is a little bit of an older term that originated in the medical and psychological communities, still preferred by some people who have permanently changed or seek to change their bodies through medical interventions, including but not limited to hormones and surgeries. And unlike transgender, transsexual is not an umbrella term. Many transgender people do not identify as transsexual and prefer the word transgender. Then there's non-binary. Do you know what that is? No. It's used by some people who experience their gender identity or gender expression as falling outside of the categories of man and women. I never see, like, these transgenders or whatever. They always keep their main part. (laughs) (laughs) They keep their main part. Yeah. They like their main part. They don't ever get that removed. So what's outside of men and women? They turn themselves into dogs or what? Um, well... Puppy dog. Puppy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> rough, rough. <laughs> That's interesting. We need to we need to talk to somebody who's non-binary and ask them. They may define their gender as falling somewhat in between men and women, or define it wholly different from those terms. A term, not a synonym for transgender or transsexual, and should be only used if someone self-identifies as non-binary. So, like androgynous. Well, that's coming up too. Intersex is an umbrella term describing people born with reproductive or sexual anatomy 
and or a chromosome pattern that can't be classified as typically male or female. So there's there's all types of, we were born this way. It's like a gender is a person who does not identify with any gender or intentionally does not follow expectations of gender. So these are all androgyny. Androgyny is a person who doesn't identify or present with either a man or a woman and generally has both masculine and feminine qualities. By gender is someone who identifies with two distinct genders such as man, woman, or woman androgyny. By gender, people don't necessarily identify with each gender 50% of the time. And unlike gender fluid people, they don't exist on a spectrum either. So, I mean, there's so many, there's 53 gender identity terms on this website that we just mentioned. And if you want more, just type in your browser, refinery29.com, gender identity terms, and it'll come up. Okay. I was born this way. Yeah. You can check out the full gender identity and sexual orientation glossary that GLAD created on their website, glad.org. Yeah, cool. Okay, so music. What have you got? This is Puppy Dog. Puppy Dog. We just talked about doggies. That's why I'm going to play Puppy Dog from Squid. Oh, Squid. Fishy. Don't get mad, get glad. You're listening to Slippin' in the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. This is a slip of the fray if you just tuned in. Yeah. Tonight, 
I was born this way. Yeah. I think we need to read some emails. Okay. Let's get on some emails, dear lurking fingers. Fingers, I'm a guy that has a thing for guys. And at this point, it's just a fantasy. I have no idea how I can turn it into a reality. I'm afraid to go to a gay club in case I get turned down. What should I do? You were born that way, so go with it. I know, just go with it. Yeah. Baby, I was born this way. Yeah. Dear Lyric and Fingers, how many people have you slept with? That's not a fair question. We're not even going to answer that. Do you have to add them up? I think so. I Do you have even, your abacus? I don't even call some of them people. But. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how many situations have you been with? They don't. And on the farm, the goats and the pigs and the chickens, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that reminds me of a movie that I watched that's porno. Did I ever tell you about this one? It's called Animal Farm? No. Fucking sick what people do to animals. Somebody fucked a chicken. They fucked a chicken and the chicken was all like, ur, ur, at the yeah, end of it. Kill them. Well, probably. I mean, it fell on the yeah. ground and they were yeah. fucking the dogs and yeah. the horses and the pigs. Terrible. And the cows. Yeah. But I guess if you put little, like, sheep in your boots, then they can't move, right? If you got those big muckluck boots on or whatever you call it, the farm boots, huh. put their back legs in there. and That's awful! <laughs> For men are men and sheep are nervous. That's right! Hi, guys. Fucking love your show. I get off listening to you both. I always tell my friends about you, and we decided to go to Hito this year, thanks Yay. to you. Keep up the good fucking work and the fucking. Yeah. Nice. Cool. That's we'll Jillian. Yeah. I ask my boyfriend to suck on my asshole, but he doesn't like it. I don't smell. Well, I don't think I do. I wash it lots. It's my favorite thing to do, but he won't do it. Help me, please. What should we suggest? Well, you put some uh, mustard or t- <laughs> chocolate or something for him to Maybe eat. Not mustard. mustard? You're going to put a hot dog in there? Jam or Oh yeah. my god! A little bit of sweet, yeah, sweet uh, sugar or something. Well, maybe get a douche. Well, do, do you have a, like a good-looking asshole, or is it kind of yeah, ucky looking? Ucky is it an ucky <laughs> asshole? That's a good question. How's and your asshole? Take a picture and send it to us. Like, We'd love to see it. Maybe like it needs bleaching. You could bleach. Go to LA. They bleach assholes. All yeah. I don't think you can get your asshole bleached up here, can you? Don't, know. don't try it at home, kids. Do not bleach your asshole home. It takes a professional to bleach your asshole. But maybe it's something that simple. Okay. Yeah. They should send us a picture, though, and you we can judge it. Bleach? No, <laughs> don't do it. Oh, my God. I've just got a new idea for the show. We will judge your asshole. Oh, Jesus. Send us pictures of your asshole, and we will judge it. Well. <laughs> what do you think? Well, could Fingers be nasty. Be like, and well, girls, we don't mean your asshole as in, like, your husband. <laughs> no, exactly. No, we want to see your nice little yeah. little pucker up. Yeah. Pucker upper. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can email us at uh, sevenofthefreyatgmail.com. Some look magnificent and some don't. Okay, so tell me what, what is your what is your <laughs> asshole, perfect asshole look like? Is it, like, a little tiny star? Or what do you look for? That's you should really pull something up. You'd have to get your somebody else to take it for... Oh, well, you could do it in a mirror, maybe. I looked at my asshole in the mirror today. It blew my fucking mind. How's your hole? My... I don't know. I think my my asshole's not bad. Um, you know, kind of has a little pucker on it. 
But yeah, I think a nice small round. <laughs> nice small round. Not square. Not square, yeah. It can be not square like or huge, massive. Hanging open, gaping wide. Right. Yeah, that's or not good. Debris hanging. Oh, you don't want the poo. You don't want poo stains. Or Dago's. like Dago's. Oh my God, wherever you go, Dago. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, I've seen some porn where I've been looking at the asshole going, oh my fucking God. Like, what is that? But or like, they have like warts and things. But like when you... When a girl shows you her asshole on, on the internet. Yep. I feel privileged that she showed me. Really? Eh? Yeah. Do you thank her? Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay, send us your pictures <laughs> and, and fingers will thank you. Oh my god. Just no dagos, please. You two fucking kill me. Love your show. We listen from Houston and try to catch it live, but when we don't, we listen to the podcast. And thank you for making our Saturday nights rock. Yeah, That's Houston's Jamie. A sexy city. Yeah, it's sexy. My name is Susie, and there's nothing I love more than masturbating. I do it as much as I can, all the time, anywhere. I love doing it in public, and I hope to get caught by somebody sometime watching me. If you guys are heading to Taboo this year, let me know, and I'll let you in on a peak show. Oh. I know. Yeah, I think we're going to go there. We're going to go down. We're not having a booth this year. Right. It's just way too much time. We're so busy. I think we'll have more fun hanging out with... Yeah. All the other exhibitors and stuff. Totally. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We got to we got to find out. I don't even know. Maybe you could look up when we take a little commercial break here and and we'll let uh, the listeners know when that is exactly. We're going to cool. play another song right now. Okay. So what have we got there, fingers? This is Happy by Touched. Ooh, and you're listening to Slipping at the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio.
heavy. Heavy. Unbelievably heavy. <laughs> How are you guys doing out there? Fun? Is anybody fucking right now? Is anybody fucking and sucking while yeah, you're listening to our show? All these pink dots on the map are people that are fucking. Is that what you've you've yeah. fucking put together? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so I wonder why it was so pink on, <laughs> in India. <laughs> they are sex. Do you have a different color? Alex over there. Too, oh, <laughs> we'd yet. like to know. Oh my god. Uh, we're talking about we were born that way. Yeah. Baby, baby, baby. I was born that way. Lady Gaga. Apparently, there's been rumors that she's a hermaphrodite. Oh really? Somebody with both sex organs. Huh. She's have you ever thought sexy. of that? No, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it was just a lame attempt at getting more promotion for her. But right. there was one video, I guess she was at some concert, big, huge concert, and she got off the motorcycle, yeah. and it looked like a cock kind of slipped down. Did you ever see that? No, no. Well, I'm surprised because you're a huge Lady Gaga fan. Yeah. Maybe we should pull that up. See her tits in that documentary. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time I've actually seen I Was Born That Way video. Really? It's... Uh, fucking unbelievable have you ever watched it yeah the whole thing front to back it's crazy can't remember it oh it's like a billion dollar video and it's just insane so if you guys haven't seen that make sure you check that out so what about fetishes are do you think people are predisposed to fetishes like were you born with a foot fetish do you think yeah you think you were yeah apparently not apparently people aren't actually born they kind of work their way into it yeah actually I don't believe in your born with preferences yeah so when you were when do you remember your foot fetish kind of taking hold were you a certain age did you used to fondle your mother's shoes um I fucked my running shoes once you fucked your running shoes (laughs) (laughs) your own running shoes wow when you were like four years old or something yeah it's so yeah you must have a massive wiener (laughs) taboo is February 8th to 10th okay there you go (laughs) really small feet (laughs) Kind <laughs> of small feet. No, his feet are pretty big. You know what they say about big feet? Big shoes. <laughs> you should try it. It's good. To fuck your shoe? Yeah. Have you ever done that, Stone? Have you ever I've fucked your shoe? I've never fucked my shoe. Anybody else's shoe? I've never fucked anybody's shoe. Have you fucked a sock? But I don't know. <laughs> cheaper than, I don't have a foot fetish. cheaper so. than that's a true. flashlight and more available when you're 10 years old. No kidding. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, that's that's crazy. I like it, but apparently, yeah, you're not born with any bizarre fetishes. You just kind of grow into them. So that's cool. Yeah. What fetishes do I have? I don't know. We'll think about that, but I want to talk about uh, people with seriously strange sexual organs. Uh. Okay, the woman who can't stop orgasming. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) I can't even say it because I got so excited. Wouldn't that be great? She orgasms 500 times a day. (laughs) She says her constant orgasms makes her absolutely exhausted. And she has an incredible hard time dating. And she has a difficult time feeling sexually satisfied. And few men are up to the challenge. Wow. What do you think about that? Like if if your girl is like orgasming 500 times a day. Trying to do the math. 500 times a day. Times 24 hours? Yeah. You gotta sleep sometime. Well, let's say she only sleeps five hours. You'd be sore just from orgasm. You'd be sore. Oh my God. She she basically says it's ruining her life, and I can see why. That'd be crazy. I'm calling bullshit on the number. 
It's it's PGAS. It's a rare disorder that makes sufferers sexually aroused, sometimes sometimes to the point of orgasm, without any feelings of sexual desire. I believe that. Yeah. I don't believe 500 times a day. Do you think she's a liar? I think she's a liar. Okay. It reminds me of this interview. They're interviewing a guy that has hiccups like that. And they, oh. So they asked the guy, and he's like, kill me, kill me, yeah. kill me. Oh, my God. I can't when I get hiccups, I'm like, oh, my God. It only lasts for a few minutes. But there's been people that have had them for days, definitely. Yeah. That would be unbelievable. How about the man who had a decade-long erection? Oh, cool. Would you like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say ow. clothes for, like, a decade, <laughs> 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Poor guy. His name's Charles. You gotta walk bent over for 10 years. Jesus. Well, it's like if that happens to you for too long, it's dangerous. Of course. Yeah, so apparently it was a penile implant surgery to treat his um, Im- oh. impotence, which went wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, so. <laughs> went very wrong. He could no wah, longer ride wah, a bike, wah. wear a bathing suit, or hug his beloved one because I of mean, the pain and embarrassment. If you, if that guy's dick was like, three inches long yeah then okay you could probably still get by in life but if it was like six or eight inches long or longer you can't do anything you can't do anything it's constant like hey how you doing <laughs> lucky wife got his job <laughs> <laughs> how about the woman with two vaginas oh wow you can have two vaginas I know yeah crazy woman and then a woman with two wombs Go double fisting. Double fisting. Oh, my God. You're like, yeah, baby. Come on. Yep. She actually had um, triplets in her two wombs. There was a man with two penises. Hmm. That's crazy. Oh, I got to read this part to you. In a Reddit, ask me anything. His name is Dipalia Dude. Gladly submitted pictures to prove his condition is real and happily answer questions others might have about his life as a man with two penises. He revealed he is bisexual and has had sex with over a thousand partners and answered questions about the mechanics of dealing with two erect members at the same time. Huh. That would be awesome. That's really only 500 people, though, and he's just fucked them twice with two Well, dicks. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes women don't have a vagina. Oh, too bad. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding, too bad, because they have to do immediate surgery because you can still have your period. Oh. And it has to go somewhere, oh, right? Oh, wow, you get bloated yeah. with periods. Yeah, crazing. That's actually insane. The man who was born with a womb huh. and actually had a baby. Oh, wow. I know, I was born this way. It is called, it's... it's um. I'm just going through this. It's called a malarian duct syndrome. All fetuses have a structure called the malarian duct that eventually develops into reproductive organs in females, eventually dissolves in male fetuses. Usually, Rob only learned, this guy's name is Rob, about the condition after he visited his doctor about complaining about blood in his urine, which he had experienced since puberty. And it turns out the blood was not dangerous. It was just from his period. Oh, wow. I know. The diagnosis came as a bombshell because he had never seen himself as anything but an ordinary bloke who had a normal sex life. But it appears I could potentially get pregnant. Isn't that insane? Wow. But he I has, know. He doesn't have a womb, though, right? Or he does. Um, yeah, he does. While some men in Rob's situation want to break new ground by becoming the first male to get pregnant and carry a baby... 
he plans to get a hysterectomy. On the downside, that could cause him to go through menopause. Oh, wow. Isn't this crazy? Menopause. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. Okay, so you are born a certain way as a woman, and you have breasts. Yeah. But how about having the largest natural breasts ever? Huh. Like a 48 fucking V. V. <laughs> I gotta show you this picture for years. Stone's looking at it. That is a 48 V. I've seen That's those. That's insane. Oh I've, my god. I've seen those in. In Porno. Las Vegas. Stuff. Oh, in Las Vegas. You can get your picture taken with one tit for five bucks. And then there's a. <laughs> with one tit. Chesty Morgan, right? Chesty Morgan. Her? I don't think she had a 48 V though. She had a 52, but. Double D. Double D or something like That's that. That's yeah. nothing compared to the 48 V. How about a man with the <laughs> largest like scrotum? The largest scrotum. 48V. Look at I gotta show you. I know this isn't good radio, but that's the man with the largest scrotum in the world. Oh my god. It is 160 pounds. No, 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 no. It he tried to raise a million dollars for the necessary surgery to remove his 160 pound scrotum. (laughs) And then we talked about the small penis. It's not gonna cost that much. (laughs) Freaking your MSP would probably cover it. Well, he probably doesn't live in Canada. Not elective, I don't think. It's probably no, not elective. It's like, yeah, just throw this over my shoulder and walk around with this. Fuck. Wheelbarrow. Jesus, the man with the micro penis. So there was a 33-year-old guy. His penis is approximately one inch long when flaccid and 2.7 inches long when fully erect. <laughs> it's also super thin. Yeah. That's, it's like a little cocktail sausage. Oh, too bad. I know. But, that's awful for a guy. But what do you, what do, you do? Masturbate. Well, yeah, it's like this, though. <laughs> <laughs> your little, with your fingers. Maybe you can do that rub. Oh, you can rub <laughs> roll it. Roll it. You can roll it. <laughs> do you ever do that? No. When you masturbate, roll no, it. No, That's kind of fun, rolling it. I'm good. <laughs> that's the roll sound. <laughs> yeah, I think I've rolled your cock before. Yeah, <laughs> Rolling, rolling, rolling. Some guys have three testicles. You're born with three testicles, right? I've heard of that. But yeah. yeah. Odd. Yep. Odd, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not even. Not even odd. Do you have another song that we could play? Uh, I'll play this song. What is it? It's just this. Okay. Listen. <laughs> it's already. You're listening to something at the Brown Pacific Northwest. Radio. <laughs> (laughs) 
right? Isn't that great? Fucking, <laughs> I, just, I just love hanging out with you guys. It's amazing. Okay, so, baby, I was born this way. Yeah. Guess what time it is. Sexy people tune in every Saturday night for another episode of Slipping in the Prey with me, Lyric, and Fingers. And if you miss the show, Lyric, for God's sakes, tell them how do they find us. Tell us then. You tell us. You said Lyric tell us. You tell us. (laughs) So, Fingers, how do they find us? You're not getting out that easy. PacificNorthmostRadio.com. That's it. Download, subscribe. That way you never have to miss a show. And if you want to sponsor the show or advertise with us, write the station, Pacific Northwest Radio, gmail.com. And in the subject line, put slip into the fray. Yeah. Leave us on all day long. We play music 24 7 online all the time. Plus, there are some really fucking cool shows every night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. And don't forget to write us because we want to hear all your dirty little secrets at slip into the fray at gmail.com. Yeah. Fingers. And I want to thank our season sponsor, Hedonism 2, Negril, Jamaica. Yeah. Where your pleasure is our passion. Thanks. And you can listen to our full interview with Randy Mon. From Hedo, head to our on-demand page and find out all about hedonism to the grill to make up. Baby, you were born that way, and it's okay. Celebrate your beautiful normal, abnormal self. Shine like the brightest star in the universe, and don't let anyone tell you what you should or shouldn't be. Rock out with your cock out, or your pussy, or both, whatever. Say goodnight, fingers. Don't get mad, get glad. Get glad. Thanks, Stone, for hanging out with us tonight. See you next Saturday, everyone. Until then, happy fucking everyone. Peace.